Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is Zacchaeus Sunday, which is the last Sunday before we start our pre-Lenten Sundays. This is always the sign when we hear about Zacchaeus' desire to see our Lord that we are beginning to prepare for the great fast for the Lenten season. We have with Zacchaeus, rhyming with last week's Canaanite woman, someone who would have been considered outside of Israel, someone who would have been seen as unclean, someone unrighteous. We hear of Zacchaeus as the chief tax collector. So he's not just a tax collector, but he is a chief tax collector. Now, before your American blood boils a little bit, thinking about the IRS or something like that, this is a little bit different than what we consider taxes. Zacchaeus being a chief tax collector means that he was basically in charge of all the other tax collectors. Basically, the Romans would say, this is the amount that we need, and then they would go out and get it. Now, the Romans didn't ask if you got more than what you, they actually requested. So it was notorious that tax collectors made a little bit on the side, that there was money that they would have extorted out of people because the people did not know what the Romans asked for, so the tax collectors could gather what they wanted. What we know about Zacchaeus, what the scriptures tell us, and we can even see this in the reaction of the crowd later in the engagement with Christ, is that he was not only a chief tax collector, but he was rich. We know that he would have made a decent amount of money being chief tax collector, but we know that he went beyond what was due to him, that he was someone who extorted people, who cheated people. This is who sought to see Jesus. Now, Zacchaeus, we are also told, besides being rich and a chief tax collector, was short. And so Zacchaeus, when he wants to go see Jesus, uh, he's going to have a little bit of trouble being able to see Jesus. So he needs to go up ahead of the crowd and climb up into a sycamore tree. This is not like our sycamore trees. This is more like a fig tree. So think of it like he actually could have climbed up it. It's not that he had to get a ladder and then climb up a gigantic sycamore tree. There's low branches, so he could just get up to be able to see our Lord. Zacchaeus's heart, as we can tell from just the description, had been something focused on riches, on gaining more and so when he has this desire to see Christ and is blocked because of his height, because of the crowd, he goes and runs ahead and climbs up into a tree. Now Zacchaeus, according to the fathers, uh, the crowd is not just uh, the fact that there was people or that he couldn't get through because of the din of noise. But that Zacchaeus, like all of us, 
was surrounded and covered and oppressed by his passions. That he could not see Jesus because he did not have the eyes to see, because he did not have the heart to desire. And so it was this little bit of desire that then manifested itself in his legs running ahead to climb up into a tree that we see in him an example for ourselves. As I've said, this Sunday is always a sign for us that Lent is coming. A great opportunity for us to be able to encounter and see our Lord. In many ways, Lent is like the sycamore tree. It is an opportunity for us to climb up into it and to be able to see Christ above the din of the crowd, above the din of our regular life, above the din of our passions. For Lent is truly, if we engage with it, a place where we plan to see Christ. This means and takes for us, like Zacchaeus, some effort and some planning. Zacchaeus didn't just say, there's a crowd I must give up, or maybe I will set an appointment with him at some other point. He runs ahead to climb up into a tree. The ability to see Christ is not always an easy thing for us. Because in our day-to-day life, we're usually consumed by all of the things of life. And Lent is especially a time for us, as the church talks about it, as a 10% uh, almsgiving for the church. A sacrifice, a tithe of our life. So this is where we are specific and plan ahead. Now is a good time to get the recipe books out and start planning for the fast and how your family is going to engage with the fast. Now is a time to revisit your prayer rule and think about and maybe get out that card of St. Ephraim's prayer and dust it off from the corner of your icons and put it at the center of the altar because we are about to start doing a lot of prostrations. This is a time of increase in services is also a time that the church asks of us to give alms. And I don't know about you all, but if I don't plan things out, I just kind of stumble around. And by the third week of Lent, I'm like, yes, it is Lent, right? Okay, now it's Lent. But this is because I did not prepare. I did not run ahead. I did not try to find a tree for myself to climb up into to be able to see Christ. And what is the incredible moving part about this encounter is is that Caius just has this little bit of desire to see Christ, which makes him climb up into a tree. And as our Lord, with amongst all of these people pressing upon him, that our Lord looks up into the tree. Surprised it doesn't say that our Lord laughed to see somebody hanging up in a tree trying to be able to see him. And he says to him, by his name, they'd never been introduced before, to hurry up and come down because I am going to your house today. Because Zacchaeus had run ahead and put himself inside 
of a tree. Our Lord is able to see him. And this is something that we all should take a second to be able to contemplate. The gospel pericopes that are given to us on Sunday are, they're a sacrament to us. They are a way in which we encounter Christ. The fathers talk about the first part of the liturgy as being, and especially the reading of the scriptures and the preaching as the breaking apart of the bread, of the eating of the bread of life, which is scripture. For we encounter Christ in scripture. We encounter him, of course, in the latter part of the liturgy in Holy Communion. But just as important to the fathers is that we encounter him in the reading of the scriptures and the proclamation of the gospel. Jesus looks into the eyes of Zacchaeus. To think of our Lord looking at us, locking with our eyes, calling our name. That our Lord desires to be with me. In fact, he wants us to hurry up so we can go be at our house. This is not something that you did in this world. You invite yourself over. I mean, we, we kind of bristle at the idea of like, why would somebody invite themselves over? You know, the bathroom's a mess. I'm not ready. Uh, the laundry's all over the place, right? Our Lord desires communion with Zacchaeus. He honors this little bit of desire to just climb up into a tree and he looks at him and calls him down and wants to be with him. Out of the entire crowd, our Lord looks at him. Zacchaeus gets out of the tree, he stands up, and because of our Lord's desire to be with him, he repents by giving up half of his goods to the poor. And if there's anything that he has gotten through extortion, through fraud, he is going to restore it fourfold. This is the pattern of repentance. We plan to meet Christ somewhere. We desire to see him. And then Christ sees us. And then this encounter with Christ is what drives us to restore, to give, to sacrifice in joy. Zacchaeus is now, as the fathers say, uh, Zacchaeus is not a rich man anymore. Zacchaeus has now given up uh, almost all of his goods. Automatically, 50% gone. And if he's very rich... And it's probably through extortion, at least that's what we are led to believe by the text. If he's going to restore fourfold of what he has taken, Zacchaeus is now a very poor chief tax collector. This is the pattern of repentance. That repentance comes from that encounter with Christ, seeing that Christ desires us and wants to be with us. As we are about to enter into the Lenten season, let us remember that the ascetical life, fasting, prayers, more services, almsgiving, 
extraining ourselves to be able to see Christ. This is just preparing the ground. This is just showing up to receive our Lord. It is our Lord who makes our minimal effort and he takes it and transfigures it and transforms it. He meets us. He sees us. And with the grace of that encounter, he allows us to truly repent, to be able to do what Zacchaeus does, to give and to give abundantly. Our Lord, upon seeing Zacchaeus repent, says today salvation has come to this house because he also is a son of Abraham. That's no small thing. For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. What Zacchaeus gives us is a picture of repentance. Just a little bit of desire to see Christ running ahead, putting oneself in the place to be able to encounter Christ. And from that encounter, he is able to repent. And what is this repentance? What does this salvation look like? It's not just a mental thing. It's not just that Zacchaeus had the idea to repent. It's like, that is a good thing. I like Jesus. This is a good thing. No, Zacchaeus, as Jesus says in the Father's comments, that Jesus does not say he uh, was a son of Abraham. He is a son of Abraham because he's imitating the faith of Abraham. He actually repents. That means he actually changes his life. Repentance is not... Uh, just a mental state. It is embodied in true change. It is not just giving things up or stopping things. Because what Zacchaeus does in giving away his goods and restoring fourfold is that he is choosing Christ. He is not just denying himself, but he is reordering what he loves and he is seeking Christ above the money and the extortion. He has become a son of Abraham. He believed and was reckoned to him as righteousness like Abraham. Just like Abraham, he left everything that he knew, his old ways, his old lands, everything that had been familiar to him because Christ was coming to his house. He sought God in the promised land. We have the opportunity before us with the great fast to climb up into the very branches of fasting, prayer, almsgiving, and services to be able to encounter Christ. Do not let the crowd of your schedule, your distraction, your materialistic addictions stop you from being able to see Jesus. Start planning now to find that tree that you need to climb up into so that Christ can see you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.